Welcome to Lead Agent Empire, Episode 7. Woo! Happy New Year again. We are still very early in 2020. I'm Mark Kalachi here with my lovely co-host. Hi, I'm Alessandra Kalachi. And we are bringing you our seventh episode. And in today's episode, we want to touch on something that I just thought we really needed to talk about, which is CRMs and follow-up tools to stay in touch with your leads, prospects, your sphere. Everyone who, who you know maybe needs to buy or sell now or in the near future or even in the distant future because all of these are applicable when you're a real estate agent. So um, if you're a real estate agent, which I'm assuming you are because you're listening to this podcast, you, you have to have some tools in place that are going to help you when you acquire new leads or new contacts. How do you follow up with them and how do you do it effectively? One of the ways you do that is through what's called a CRM or Customer Relationship Management Tool. And I believe that's what it stands for. It's been a few years since I've, I'm just going to go with that. But a CRM such as, you know, some of your brokerages have them, like I know Keller Williams has a, has their own built-in one. Um, some other brokerages, small and large, have their own. There's, I think, Boomtown. Is that a CRM or is it just I, yeah, like Yeah, there's a, a few other ones. Yeah. There's a lot we'll of talk about ones. a specific one today, but there's yeah. a lot of different ones out there. Um, there's Conversion. There's KV Core, which happens to be the one that I use particularly. And then you can even use things like Active Campaign to to stand in as your CRM because Active Campaign allows you to send automated email drips as well as if you want to text messages as I understand it I have not tried it because it costs money per text I think you can get a certain plan but I didn't need to do it that way because the CRM I have already takes care of that but so one of the important things you need to understand when you're acquiring new leads when you're meeting new people is Oftentimes, they're not usually going to be ready to do a transaction right then and there. Most folks start their hunt way early. Um, in fact, one of the statistics I recall is that most leads, when you when you acquire leads, for those who, who are familiar with leads, they need about 11 to 19 months of incubation time, basically. This is throughout this process, they just start their search online. And as you know, most home buyers are starting their searches on the big sites to start looking at homes just to get an idea for the market, maybe what they're looking for, what their budget can afford them, and things like that. But you need to be staying in front of these people at all times, whenever possible. I always joke with my wife that, you know, it could be you could be a rainy day and you may have reached out to someone 29 days in a row, but suddenly it's a sunny day on day 30 and they, even though they've told you, no, I'm not ready to look for a home, suddenly they get out there and they're thinking to themselves, I think today's the day. And if you're not in front of them at that very moment, that you might have missed out and they might have gone with another realtor. It's a, it's a sad fact and it's unfortunate and maybe like me, you've you've had this happen to you over the years. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, well- <laughs> And this is a, like a tried and true marketing principle. A lot of people, I think we got kind of like spoiled years ago with like social media and like it was so new that if you were on social media, a lot of people were like, oh, you just do social media and that's it. And we got spoiled by that. We're like, I mean, in, in all marketing where we were like, oh, it's so easy to get in front of people because your competitors maybe weren't doing that. The right. difference is now, and, 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 you know, especially with real estate agents, a lot of them are savvier now. They've been doing all the things that have been told to them for years. Uh, which includes social media and maybe even some emails and things like that. But it's a very different market. I mean, it's very saturated in terms of um, the kind of content they are receiving on social media, for example. Um, And they are more empowered, which is, you know, like can be a blessing and a curse Mm -hmm. for for us as agents because 
Um, it's one of those things where they can look, they can do their own research and all that kind of stuff. So they really are in front of way more agents than they used to be. So, you know, before someone would kind of just based on a personal referral, we still have that, but now people are, are going to different sites, signing up for, you know, different email lists for different brokerages, email lists for different agents or like Zillow or Realtor, you know, different, different sites like that. So they end up on, you know, 20 different agents lists. Right. Um, so I think that's a key thing. The way to, to be different than any every other agent is to really maximize the number of touches. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, how you need to have a certain amount of touches really to to be able to get in front of them enough times. Right. And like touching on what you were saying, it's a blessing and a curse. I think for the consumer, it's a good thing, honestly, that they have all these sites they can shop around and they, they have more freedom to look for themselves. But as agents, it, it's really painful sometimes because some clients just, unless they're really close to you, and that's important too, and that's part of what you need to do with the CRM is stay close to people, build that relationship and that trust. Unless someone's really close to you, they don't care which agent they're talking to. They're going to use whoever is nearest to them at the time that is most convenient for them. So you have to make sure that you are making it convenient for them to be working with you. And one of the best ways to do that, of course, is to stay top of mind. So, you know, in a CRM, what I look for is something that can help you stay on task with following up with phone calls. Now, let's say you get a lead, uh, if you do leads or if you have, a, it, it'll depend on the type of contact you have. If you're doing cold leads, you're going to need to follow up with that person by phone immediately, as soon as you get a lead. Uh, I like to do the three, two, one method. And what you'd wanna do here is if you get a fresh lead, you're gonna wanna contact that person by phone up to three times the first day you get a lead. I'm not saying you have to call them three times in a day. I'm saying you have to try to get a hold of them. And if you didn't get a hold of them in the first time, you try them another time of that same day. And then if you still haven't reached them, you call them one more time on the first day. So that's three attempts to call them by phone on day one if you haven't reached them. Also send them a text and email. Same thing on day two. If you still didn't reach that person by call, text, or email on day one, call them two more times on day two, send them a text and email. And if you still haven't reached them after that, on day three, give it one more shot. Give them one more call, one more text and email on day three. And after that, you'll wanna refer that person to your CRM to do the incubation work of, of trying to warm them up Maybe you need to set that person up on an MLS search, or if your CRM is really good, it has the ability to do home alerts that you can send to the client. So what I like to do is, if I don't reach someone by phone after all those attempts, and, and they didn't respond to any emails or text messages, I will incubate them in my CRM, which I've built a system that allows me to send automatic texts to them within a certain number of time, and what I want to mention really quickly about texting, you want to make sure to check your state laws and things like that. You do not want to harass somebody. You do not want to break any, you know, uh, what is it, cold calling kind of laws. You want to make, I think the safe amount of time you can be texting someone, calling someone is within 90 days, if I'm not mistaken. Well, um, I mean, there's a lot of different laws. It's like, you know, there, this, there this stuff is up for debate every other day. You know, mm -hmm. it's one of those things where. Um, that if you're, if they're opting in, for example, if you have some kind of language you can have it sometimes in your privacy policy in terms of service, um, you know, just make sure you're kind of checking into that, um, or maybe ask your broker, um, you know, what, what their policy right. is. Um, but a lot of these CRMs have kind of some of that built in, um, opt in, uh, you know, ability when they subscribe to alerts on your site, for example. So you may have a website where they subscribe to alerts and they can put in their phone number. There may be language around that in the terms of service, um, you know, uh, where, 
where it says that by doing that, they're opting in to receive um, text messages as well. But um, I think that brings a really important point is that, you know, you don't want to be over like now, even with messenger and we have, this is probably a future topic we'll talk about, but even with messenger and chatbots, you know, you, what happened was like, everyone's like, Oh my gosh, there's just a new shiny object. And then, you know, everyone went crazy with it and they were messaging people like multiple times a day on mess uh, with automation. And then Facebook was like, Hey, let's clamp down. And now they have some new rules around like how often you can message people. It's the same thing, you know, with texting, you don't want to do, to do, do too much. Cause it's one of those things where it's, um, you want to treat it like the kind of the golden nugget because this is the place where they're going to read it. You know, this is the place where um, it has to be like enough where you stay in front of them, but it doesn't need to be where they feel like this is too much because it's the inbox they keep clean. Right. The text messaging inbox is usually kind of the, the ones that they mark as read, the ones that they actually read very different from email where someone may go days without checking their email and they don't sit there and go try and go back to inbox zero you know, we right. do because we're in right. business, right. but most people do not actually check all their emails. <laughs> so, you know, it's a very different channel. Email, you yeah. might feel like you're overkilling and you're probably not. With texting, if you are doing it too much, you're going to make people angry and they mm. may threaten you mm. um, with like, oh, you know, you're being harassing, whatever. Um, so definitely be careful with that. Right. And I think the fines last time I checked was like $16,000 if you really do. Uh, if there's a really serious escalated scenario where someone tries to pursue going after you for harassing them. So do be careful. Um, always stay up to date on those kind of laws and uh, be, just be cautious not to overdo it. And what I wanted to say is, um, and I thank you for jumping in and add that valuable info. I didn't want to um, just jump past what I was in the in middle of saying. So what I wanted to finish saying there too was texting. Make sure you're doing a lot of texting at, or doing enough, the right amount of texting. And then email. You got to make sure that your CRM is providing enough valuable email information. I also wanted to touch on, and you brought up a great point too, is the right balance. So depending on the contact, you'll get familiar with this as you go along with just how much you need to be in touch with somebody. There are some people who never respond to you. There are some people who are hyper responders. There are some people you may feel need to be reached out to once a day, once a week, once a month, once a quarter, even once a year. I don't know if it would be that extreme, but, you know, I have multiple uh, different campaigns set up. I have ones for just texting somebody. I have one for just emailing somebody. I have one with a mix of texting and emailing somebody. I have some that reach out twice a month. I have some that reach out once a quarter. I have some that reach out every five days. I'll send a text every five days and then an email every other five days. So, and I've learned this because over the years, I've just gotten to know that different people have different different expectations of how to be reached out to. And they'll tell you, they're like, why are you bothering me? I'm not ready. I told you I'm going to be ready. And when I am, I'll reach out to you. Now, first of all, let's just back up for a second because we all know that is not true. They're not going to reach out to you. This is sales. You've got to reach out to people. You're not just going to, why do people door knock, right? You have to go door to door because you're trying to sell something. People aren't going to leave their house and come to your house where you live as a realtor and knock on your door to, to give you their business. You got to go knock on their door. And so you just got to find the right balance of how much do I knock on their door, so to speak, um, by texting them, emailing them, calling them. But in the beginning, you do want to stay very much top of mind 
And what you want to do is provide value. You want to come from contribution, make sure that what you're providing them is good info and that you're not just like, buy my stuff, I'm selling something, don't you want it? No, because they're gonna get really annoyed with you. So uh, make sure that your stuff is always like, hey, here's the latest market statistics in your area, or set them up on an MLS search for maybe their neighborhood, that way they see what's going on in their neighborhood. If they were thinking about selling, um, send them some comps for, for what their house might be valued at. Um, to ask them if they'd like to meet for coffee. Maybe they just wanna to get to know you and you really do wanna to try to get to know them because that's how you build the relationship and the, the better and stronger relationship you have with these people, with these clients, with your sphere, with your leads, the more likely they are gonna to turn to you or remember you. Another great thing to do is stay really active on social media with them because when you know one of the easiest ways I find to stay in touch with past clients is just adding them as a friend on Facebook after you've worked with them or before you've worked with them because guess what? That's an easy way to stay top of mind, especially if you if you become really visible on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever. They're going to see you just naturally. You're posting whatever. Maybe you post a picture of your family, your dogs, you know, your, your kids, and they're going to get to know you better. And they're going to think about you and they're, they're going to remember you and they're going to refer their friends to you. I've had that happen a lot. Especially last year, we had a lot of friends who we'd work, we'd work with and they referred us folks. And we're good friends on Facebook. We're good friends in person and in church and, and things like that. So you just always want to stay top of mind. And I know I spoke for a lot there. Did you want to add anything to that? I want to give you a chance. Um, no, I think, uh, I mean, you bring up a good point about, you know, there are the CRM is really great for, you know, kind of the quote unquote low touch things. I mean, not, you know, we'll talk we'll talk about what kinds of content you can put on your CRM, but um, it is automation. You know, you have to keep that in mind. It is automation. It is something that's doing that automatically. However, the way you can tailor it, like Mark is saying, is you can have different kinds of campaigns, like he said, for different types of people. So in marketing, you know, there's always the kind of concept of the cold leads, the warm leads, the really hot leads. Um, the same thing with real estate, there's cold, warm, hot, but there's also time frames, right? So there may be a, a hot lead that's really engaged with you and they are like, I'm buying two years from now. There might be a hot lead that's like, really engaged with you or really interested in, in working, you know, talking to you or receiving content. And they're like, I'm ready to buy tomorrow. You know, so they really, the more kind of flavors you can create in, in your CRM of different campaigns and then make a, initially take a little bit of time to, to determine, you know, determine this person is a hot lead and this is their timeline. So this is the best kind of campaign to drip out to them. Or this person is a cold lead and they're like not ready to buy for a couple of years. Maybe this is the right kind of campaign to put them on. So, um, and also I want to point out that you want to do, uh, like I said, the, high, the low touch and the high touch, right? So like Mark was saying, if you do um, something that's high touch would be recording a video personally to them and sending it, you know, you, you can send a lot of that stuff through CRMs as well, just so you can track kind of, you know, that they received and all that. But you can also just send it via text and send them a direct, you know, text with a video. That That's what the mix you want to have because mm -hmm. your CRM is the one that's like kind of just keeping that engine running. And then you can say, you know what, this person's, I, I have a list of people that are kind of my top priorities um, and do add into the mix some more like high touch stuff. So, um, you know, we won't, we'll, we'll talk more about that uh, probably in a future episode on like specific ones that are high right. touch versus low touch. Right now we're talking more about CRMs. Right. So we'll talk more about how you can automate those things. Yeah. And perhaps your CRM has a cool feature that allows you to blast out text, which I don't recommend doing often. I recommend doing this kind of thing for maybe holidays, like a great opportunity. I'll never forget. I had one client, you know who I'm talking about, who still to this day brings up, you know, there was one time you sent me a video 
on Thanksgiving. And I was like, wow, Mark's really a hustler. How is he sending me a personalized video through uh, just wishing me a happy Thanksgiving, making sure, um, you know, if I need anything that I let him know. And she was just so impressed by that. And she always brought that up when we were working together in the transaction that eventually when she bought a home with me. And um, so if you have a serum that allows you to blast out maybe a holiday message to people, like we just came into the new year, uh, you know, happy new year, send that out to folks. And I have thousands of people in my CRM. So I, I don't do this as much and anymore because it'll be inundating. I get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of texts back from my CRM when I do this. But every once in a while I do do it. And if you don't have a huge database or even if you do, maybe if you just want to ignite some conversation with some people or or shake things up, you know, shake something loose because sometimes people go dormant. Maybe they're not looking at your emails anymore or they become blinded to what you've been sending them, whether it's a text, even a call or email. So doing that can really shake things up, be a pattern interrupt, right, for the way things have been going with you and your conversation with them. And um, that can help shake some things loose and maybe start up a new, fresh conversation that puts you back at the top of their mind. And um, man, I forgot there was something else I was going to mention right there. but. (laughs) Something good. It yeah, was the best part of the episode maybe. and you missed no, it. No, no, I missed it. I'm so sorry I missed it for you. That is all my fault. You guys but, may never know. But um, well, but yeah, I think this is, uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, more specifically a CRM Mark uses just so that he can give you examples of kind of the campaigns he has, has in there. Um, we're not saying that it's the only one out there. It oh, no. just depends on your broker. It depends right. on, you know, there are CRMs that you can get a la carte. Um, there are either even more like kind of marketing centric CRMs like HubSpot um, that have some like free versions that you can do some pretty good automation. Some people even have their own custom CRM developed. Right. You know, that's we, true. We, have, we know an, a fellow agent who does that as well. Like he has something yeah. that kind of was automated through through Google, um, Docs. Google Docs. Like yeah. he hired a developer to. It wasn't expensive. He just had yeah. him set things up through through spreadsheets and Google Docs. It can be as simple as something that hey, when yeah. it adds a when it adds this mm-hmm. to a doc. Um, you know, do X, Y, Z. So, right, you know, there's logic. things like uh, Zapier and things like that that um, can do some of those things. And, you know, right. Zoho, right. That's another one. Uh, Zoho is yeah. another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's a number of them. But right. um, we'll talk about what he uses and then, right. you know, more I, about kind of how he uses it. Yeah, I've been using conversion, which is still around, I believe. But they converted or at least in my brokerage, they converted to KV Core, which is. Uh, it's it's part of conversion, so it's owned by the same company, and it's a really good tool. I think conversion is more heavy duty, but KB Core uh, is really good in that in that it has all these features. It allows you to send texts, whether manually or automatically. It allows you to create campaigns in there, and you can choose if you want to be sending an email and when you want to send it. You can choose when to send a text. Um, you can make ca- mixed campaigns of texts and emails, and it'll remind you to call people because remember, you don't want to just call people in the beginning, although that is the most important time. You want to also be calling them as things go along. And I've had a lot of clients who did not buy with me in the first year or even second year. I had some clients even, I think, almost three years later closed. Uh, they were finally ready to buy a house or to sell a house. So this you're in it for the long game. In real estate, a CRM is so critical because you have to be nurturing relationships and you have to be in it for the long game. And what you're doing in this year, you may not produce anything from it this year. The work you do now might not give you any benefits this year. It may be next year or the year after. Had that happen. And so you just got to always keep in mind, you know, the future is is going to come. I mean, God willing, as long, you know, what I'm trying to say is as long as you're alive, 
next year, 2021 is going to be here, right? And so you got to make sure that what you're doing today, what you're planning for today is going to allow you to reap something in 2021 and beyond. So uh, just don't get discouraged. In the beginning, I got really discouraged, like, oh man, I need to make a sale quickly. But, you know, as you start to develop your business and things go along, you'll be working with clients currently and then you'll be thinking about the long term so that there's a consistent year round flow of people um, just helping infuse your business with with uh, transactions and allow you to make a steadier paycheck. So, um, yeah, KV Core is a great way to do that. And there are many others out there. I haven't even looked into what some of the new ones are, are out there, but and, and they can be a little pricey. Some of them, maybe your broker will subsidize some of the costs with you like mine does. So you can ask them about that. Um, I think. That is pretty much all I had to say on that topic. Did I miss anything or no, anything? No, I think that's add? pretty much it. I mean, we'd love to hear from you guys and um, what mm. you're using or not using or what you'd like to use. Um, and also maybe some little, you know, hacks you have on, on CRM. Mm. Sorry about that. <laughs> the life of a realtor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's the next thing? <laughs> Got to get to the next point. On. We do actually have yeah. some showings. We actually have. Yeah. So that's what's hilarious. It's like, well, you guys understand. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but, uh, but, you know, it's one of those things where I think we would love to hear just tips and tricks that right. we can share with, with you and the community. Um, and, and it's really important, I think, for people. A lot of people, it's like they put it off because it's intimidating. Um, don't put that off because it's one of those things where, you know, you need to stand out and to stand out from the pack. A CRM is a way for you to to not have to do as much of that manually. That you know, there's so many things you have to do manually. Um, it can take a little bit of that weight off your shoulder. So, um, so you know, no matter which one you're using, it's an important investment. It's one of those things that um, you know is kind of replacing part of your work, right? And so it's like hiring right. a virtual assistant in a way. Uh, a CRM can be like hiring a virtual assistant, but it's oh, something yeah. that is much more, you know, once you get it up and running, it can be very, very like efficient for years to come. Yeah. Um, we actually track this one. So we, we we'll probably go back and track some of Mark's um, production and see which ones right. came from CRM because we were like, oh, yeah, like, there's a lot impressive. of these, a lot of these transactions that came from a, a touch that from was, an automation. You know, yes. One yes. of those touches. And right. it, it wasn't the only thing, but I mean, right. It was, but we were like, oh, it was like this kind of. It was a catalyst. Let's just say. Reignited yeah, their exactly. their conversation and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's what was interesting when we looked at that. We're like, wow, like it's definitely making a difference. We're like, right. oh, is this worth the investment we're putting in? Right. And we're like, oh yes, it definitely is worth. It. <laughs> definitely. We're like, it's definitely made a difference. Definitely. So, um, so yeah, and uh, you can you tell them about. How you can yes, we're uh, very comment ex- uh, about what I just talked about or our, you know. our question. Yeah, we're really excited to hear from you guys now. You know, we, we've just set this up and we'd love to hear from you. If you want to go to our website at leadagentempire.com slash voicemail, you can now leave us a voicemail up to, I think, three minutes. And, you know, we may or may not use it on, on the, a future show. So uh, if you want to leave us a question or a comment and you'd like us to answer it, um, we will happily you know, from ones that we choose, we'll put them on future shows and uh, answer those questions live on the air. <laughs> live on the air. Well, podcast live on the podcast air. Podcast <laughs> live after the fact. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know what I mean. In almost real time, but almost not really. Real. Yes, it's matrixy. Yeah. <laughs> Inception-y. Yeah. I don't know. So um, thanks for listening. We're super excited to get yeah. this this New Year started more episodes. We're probably going to be doing two a week. So um, if you have any, also any suggestions for topics, we'd love to hear from you guys about what you what you want to hear about. Right. So um, make sure you go to that that link, leadagentempire.com slash voicemail. That's right. And leave us a voicemail. Um, we would love to hear from you guys. And, you know, some of them we may feature just as kind of 
tips that you have of, of things that you've found that work well in your business. Yeah. And tell us, you know, give us a question and then do us a favor. Tell us, we want to know how we can help you. So maybe in that same voicemail or in another one that you maybe don't want to hear us to air, uh, tell us what your single greatest challenge is as a real estate agent. Maybe we can address that on a future show for you too. We'd love mm-hmm. to hear that feedback from you as well. So yeah. thanks. And, uh, oh, we, uh, <laughs> okay, go ahead. like, time to go. <laughs> Peace. We got those showings. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, thanks for joining us and we look forward to seeing you or hearing you on the next episode. Yes. Thanks guys.